welcome to the Trinity Reformed Church Podcast. Exhortation by Brian McLean on March 12th. Exhortation this morning comes from Psalm 8. So hear God's word. To the choir master, according to the Gittith, a psalm of David. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouths of babies and infants, you have established strength because of your foes to still the enemy and the avenger. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you care for him? Yet you have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings, and crowned him with glory and honor. You have given him dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, also the beasts of the field, the birds of the heaven, the fish of the sea. Whatever passes along the paths of the seas, O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Psalm 8 can be a tough psalm for us Reformed folk. We are acutely tuned in to our sins and the sins of other people. And we have a robust regard for the depravity of human nature. You know, our favorite flowers are tulips with a capital T, right? And so a psalm in which man is exalted can be a little uncomfortable for us. Yet here it is. We have been crowned with glory and honor. We have been given dominion over every created thing. Here at Trinity, we we embrace our call to dominion. We recognize the role that God has given to us, and we strive to equip the church to that end. And of course, there is a danger in taking dominion in the wrong way. Jason specifically addressed this last week in his sermon. His second point of application was to us husbands, right? That we are not to wield our authority in an abusive and unworthy manner. And I don't know if you noticed this last week when he made that point, but it seemed like every single baby in this building started crying. My my wife and I looked at each other. Jason later told me that he noticed it from the pulpit. Perhaps it was coincidence, perhaps it wasn't. Now, if you think that it was not coincidence, then the temptation may, to, may be to think that Satan didn't want us to hear Jason's point, so he caused the babies to distract us. But I would submit that that is not so. In fact, it cannot be so, because Satan does not have the power to control our babies like that. What Satan can do is take the sin that's already in our grown-up hearts, and tempt us to harden them. So when we hear Jason's uh, point, we say, well, who is he to question how I run my home? Or, I don't need to hear this. I'm doing just fine. Thank you very much. Now, my intention is not to pile on the men here, but to say, if there is spiritual warfare happening, and there is, then this is how Satan would attack us through the hardening of our hearts. And then the baby's crying 
Now, this is my main point. This was orchestrated by God. Out of the mouths of babes and infants, you have established strength because of your foes to still the enemy and the avenger. God is doing great things here at Trinity and in our city. And because of that, Satan does not want our men to rule our homes well. And again, I'm not piling on us husbands and fathers. There's a lot of things that we all hear from the pulpit that should convict us. That is what is supposed to happen to us when the word of God is rightly preached. Conviction, repentance, and the best weapon against conviction and obedience is for us to harden our hearts against these convictions. And so, the God who has bestowed upon us crowns of glory and honor and charged us to take dominion of his world has also established strength in the cries of our babies and infants to still that enemy. Moms and dads, we want your children in worship. We need your children in worship. They belong here. They have a job to do. And I know it can be tough. I'm not saying that you shouldn't take your little ones out of the service. Sometimes you need to. It's why we have designated cry rooms. But we also don't want you to be overly sensitive to those cries. They are doing exactly what God has created them to do. So use the cry rooms if you want. Walk your babies around. Feed them. But please, don't worry about being a distraction. And the rest of us shouldn't be overly sensitive either. We should be thankful for them. And we should praise and encourage the parents who, per, who are persevering through this difficult task. And perhaps even come alongside these young families during worship and offer to help them. If we are just simply a family-integrated church, then having our babies in worship would simply be for the sake of keeping our families together. But that's not only what we are. What we are is a church that recognizes that worship is warfare, and we want every soldier at their post fighting in the way that God has called them to fight. Singing, praying, confessing, and yes, cooing and crying. So when you hear those powerful, glorious cries, rather than think of it as a distraction, may it remind us to check our own hearts and then calls us to praise the sovereign God who orchestrates those cries for our benefit. Thanks for listening. If you want to find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com.